the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Hello, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you're having a great Saturday. Let's take it to the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, bless these listeners. Bless them with wisdom and knowledge and a revelation of how awesome you are. But you'll give them help when they need it. Help me to be that mentor, to lead them and guide them. Help them to see the truth, know the truth. And understand the truth that we make a may take control of our what we say and what we do, and we live by our actions. I give you the praise and the glory for this day and every day, and ask in Jesus' name. I pray, Amen. Thank you, um, Facebook Live. Listen to Randy Adams. If you've uh, got some friends that like Facebook, go to Facebook and put in Randy Adams and watch us live. What's going on? And I hope that today I've got a message for you. Um, that uh, William and, and Juan's online, thank you. Uh, I've got a message for you, but the truth, how, you know, sometimes people don't want the truth. Um, had a funny survey this week, and uh, I guess everybody wants to lie. They want me to lie on a survey, and it was on a, an auction, you know. And I want to help everybody. I want to improve everybody. I want the best for everybody. And so I told the truth, and it upset everybody. But, you know, they thought, I guess, I don't know. I, I owned an auction company for 25 years. I've been an auctioneer since 1974. I, I can do the lingo. I can do the talk. I can do the selling. I had junk auctions. I had antique car auctions. I worked at car auctions. I've done it all. And I see what's going on. But, you know, sometimes people don't want the truth. It's just like in the car business. I love what James has to say, and let's talk about it in 3-6. Hello, Bill and uh, Gary Cozart. Uh, James 3-6, the tongue also is a fire, a world of eagle, evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body, sets the whole course of one's life on fire, and itself on fire by hell. Now, you know, we know the difference between right and wrong. But we don't do we tell it all the time? It you know, if somebody's making a mistake, do we tell the truth? Does the truth matter? You know, I mean they want my opinion this auction, but they didn't they twisted it. They didn't handle it right. And they hurt some people that are the best employees, but sometimes you're too blind to see the truth. Same way in the car business. The salesperson knows the truth, knows what you can afford, and don't care. You know, we we think that we can say anything we want to say, and, you know, we we think we can apologize later. I mean, you know, we dare not be careless with what we say, thinking we can apologize later, because even if we do, the scar remains. Have you ever heard a car dealer apologize to you for burying you, put you in a bad position, selling you a bad car? Now, let me tell you something. What man makes breaks? And, you know, if if you own the car a month and it falls apart, well, I, you know, but if it first week or two, uh, there's a problem. But, I mean, if it goes two or three months and then has a problem, we didn't build them. Uh, I've seen some real, well, I mean, Ford's not wanting to build their cars anymore. Why? Because they're having too many problems. What man makes break. And these are new cars. But these people, the salespeople, put you in that position. 
will help you get in that position, help you sell you on your emotions, your desires, your feelings. And then, is it truthful or not? They know the difference. Why Why they do well, why car people do well, is that we don't take these big losses like the public does on the vehicles. We make better decisions, better buys. Hey, and I had the guy call in that's an F&I guy that I've known 30, 40 years. And he says, I put extended warranty on all my cars. Well, he can buy them at their cost. That's worth the money. Fifteen, eight to fifteen hundred. Eight hundred. Wouldn't you like to buy extended warranty to a hundred thousand miles for eight hundred to fifteen hundred? Or would you rather pay forty five hundred? You know, these lifetime warranties are forty five hundred plus a bunch of other fees. I mean they they can cost you ten thousand dollars time you get through with a lifetime warranty. So you know, do we know the truth, but do we tell it? You know, and it's a fine line because especially the Christians, I feel sorry for them. The Christians in the car business know the difference. But their management, the authority above them, the owners, all of them say, hey, you got to make this kind of money. And now overhead. How big is overhead? How do you start a business without overhead? You know, a lot of businesses start in somebody's garage or their bedroom or their living room or their kitchen. I mean, there's a guy selling million, million cookies a day that started in his kitchen. You see it on TV. And, in fact, that's supposed to be true. So we start with no overhead. We start this business, and it does well. But the bigger we get, the more overhead we got to have. There's another guy on radio in San Antonio. He stated on radio, and, of course, he exaggerates a little bit, but still, he, he stated that his overhead on radio was 500000 a month. Man, I think he exaggerated. But still, if it was... Two fifty a month, or two hundred a month. How many cars does he have to buy to overcome that? See, that's why I keep my overhead super low. In fact, I'm meeting a gentleman today, and uh, at and if you want me to meet me here at right at two eighty one uh, at the station, it's the tw- it's the McAllister building, right at the twelve story building. We look down at the airport, but if you want to. Sell me your car. This guy's meeting me here today to sell me his Nissan Rogue. And he's meeting me at 10.05 because I get downstairs about 10.05, and he's meeting me there, and I'm going to try to buy his car. So if you've got a car for sale, call me, and I'll meet you here at 281 right after the show. And so, but, you know, we we talk about big money, big overhead, and two hundred thousand. If it was two hundred thousand, I have to tell you what I'm, I'm thinking is closer to two hundred than five hundred thousand. But he likes to talk big. But I mean, is he telling the truth? I'm, who knows? I don't know. He's the only one that knows. Maybe his accountant's the only one that knows. But overhead counts. You got big dealerships. It takes a million and a half a month to open. And so they got to make that. Now, here's what the problem comes between the Christian and the salesperson, is that he has to make 1000 to 2500 over their cost of the vehicle for him to start making commission. So he's got to follow their instruction and, and do exactly what they're having to say in order to make any money. So now we have to pump up the profit, just like buying a car. I mean... I have no overhead. I'm blessed, man. I've told you before. I own my car a lot. I own my cars. I'm, I'm one I'm buying today. I'll own it. And so I've got the money because the Lord's blessed me. He's given me the wisdom, the knowledge, and the talent. But we, all these salespeople have something going on. And so the Christians know the difference between right and wrong. The heathens, and hey, I, I walked them shoes for years. I, I can tell you about being a heathen. We, we take advantage of everybody and love it. That's the, that's the key. The car business takes advantage of it and brags about it. They tell all their buddies, they go back in the meeting, yeah, I made a big 10-pounder. You know what a 10-pounder is? $10,000. But the problem is they may not have started jumping into the commission at, at you know for 2500 pack, but, oh, man, they still had a big commission. They brag about it. 
They talk about how stupid customers are because you are. I'm sorry. You're way behind times. You're way behind what's going on in the car business. That's why I'm trying to give you an even playing field, trying to educate you, being prepared, being prepared to your emotions, being prepared to your words. And, you know, when you you know how much salesmen talk, you can sit there and listen to them forever and let them talk. But get them to write, write down everything they say. Had a lady tell me this guy promised the moon and and promised a good payment and this, that, and the other. And tell me she got through in the F&I department when she walked out of there. And I've got some uh, some information right here that I'm going to try to bring in the second half of the show. I'm going to put on Facebook, even though it's backwards. I'm, I know. I'm sorry. But it's on, you know, how do you help the customers? You know, we talk about Pocahontas uh, Elizabeth Warren. She was going to straighten up the business in 16. Yeah, they, the F&I department makes $26 billion on the customers that walk in there in the F&I department and dealerships. And she was going to fix it. She run her mouth for about a month, six weeks, and all of a sudden she shut up. Who paid her off, I wonder? I don't know. Could have been, should have been, would have been, must have been. And so she's at, but oh, now we've got a new, a new regulation department from the government. You know, and I'm going to just mention it here right here. Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. Boy, that's got a good name to it, doesn't it? Sounds good. Yeah, they're going to, they can't, they don't do nothing. They don't stay up with what's going on with the dealers. There's too many dealers. Well, they got probably Investigator 17 for Texas. I mean, they can't keep up with us. Man, those car dealers out think them boys, hey, we make them look like Ned and the first reader. I guarantee. Come on in here, look at my books. I'll, I'll make you mouse them around. So, you know, what they say is not what really counts. It's their actions, how you walk out of there, how you feel, how you, you know. Hey, you know, we got dealers not selling enough cars. We got auctions that are saying, what's going on with the business? We got everybody looking at their business, trying to figure out. David Robinson's part of that uh, auction. He ran a big auction. He did a good job. But he was, he was a man that, that told the truth. That's it. There's some auction people that tell the truth and some don't. That It follows all of the car business. When did line be all right? When did line become okay? When did line become part of the business? Do you, do you, you want somebody that's truthful? You know, God's Word is true, but what else is true? Do you like somebody lying to you? Or somebody telling you something? Oh, you can afford this car. It's an easy payment. Yeah, uh-huh. We, I've looked at your, your financial statement. I've looked at your credit. You can afford this car. All you got to do is make the easy payment. But they don't tell you about maintenance. They don't tell you about insurance. Had a lady I sold a Mustang to. I said, hey, it's for her son. I said, now, you got a cheap interest rate right now on your insurance. And the insurance guy gave her six months. I said, this guy might ask him what it's going to be the next six months. Well, he lied to her. Probably the same. Don't worry about it. It's always going to be that low that low figure. Well, I got news for you. The six months was up. Son didn't have an accident, didn't get a ticket. What happened? They doubled the insurance. Now these people are making payments on a Mustang. Their, their insurance has doubled. Now the insurance people won't even tell the truth. Where are we at on this deal? I mean, is is it got to a mess where all the car business, all the ads, the lying that goes on? Hey, I forgot to open up the lines today. The phone number here is 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. There's no dumb questions. Uh, I won't embarrass you. Hey, and this show's going to replay today on Freedom 1160 at 1 p.m. That's 1160 a.m. on your radio dial at 1 p.m. So if you want to listen to the show again or tell somebody, one of your relatives, one of your children, or somebody to listen to the show, and it'll be on Freedom 1160, and that's .com on the, on the computer, 1160 a.m. on your radio at 1 p.m. But see, we struggle through telling the truth. And I, I don't know where along, you know, I'm writing a book on the 55 years of change I've seen in the car business. And I don't know, I'm trying to study and figure out when lying got pushed over the edge, pushed over to 
you know, let's just tell them whatever we can tell them to get them in here. We want home field advantage. We want them to get them in here where we can sell them. Because we can't sell them if it's their house. I can sell you one at your house. I've got the best dealership I've dealt with for 40 years. They'll deliver it to your home, to your door. So you don't have to fight that. Well, I've got another article I was reading earlier today, early this morning, where they're trying to trim down your stay in the F&I department. Why? Because they want you to rush through the contract. They want to get it from an hour and 40 minutes down to 20 minutes. Now, how much can you absorb? How much can you understand? How much can you ask questions for 20 minutes to get through the F&I department? They're wanting to figure out how a way to make more money quicker, faster, easier. And you get out there and you've done sign that contract. Oh, man, yes, you have. Sign that contract. And, and you've got out, hey, I've got car dealers watching online on Facebook agreeing with me. I mean, you know, car dealers, car people, and people that are out of the car business. And so they want to rush you through that thing so you don't know what you're signing. That's called spinning. Part of it's spinning. I'm working on YouTube. I'm about to blitz it on my YouTube channel, and that's learntobuyandsellcars.com. Uh about spinning Foursquare, everything they use. But now in the F&I department, let's rush them through 20 minutes to sign a big old contract that looks like a mile long. And got you got blanks everywhere, and they'll fill them in later. Don't worry about it. Just sign this. Just like the people on the motorhome recently. I mean, they what they've done, they said, hey, these people in the car business are making a lot of money in the F&I department, and we're not in the RV business. Let's hire us some car guys, and let's throw them in here, and let's rock and roll. Well, they rocked and roll on these people, and they bought a, a, a camper uh, in September, I think, August or September. And they were on radio bad-mouthing the dealership. Well, that's that's all of them. I mean, it, you can bad-mouth all of them. When you walk into the F&I department, I got news for you. Jesse James in his heyday in the wild, wild west wouldn't have walked into the F&I department without both pistols drawn. And that's about what they're doing. They're going to pick your pocket. You ever had your pocket picked? Well, that's what we, you know, the car dealers are trained to do. Hey, we love you, and we're going to tell you the truth. We're so truthful. I'm telling you, yes. We want to, we want to take care of you. We want to be your friend for life. And so we want you to do the service work with us so we can make more money and take – we can control you and we can retain you and we can make more money and we can tell you, oh, man, your car's about to fall apart. You need a new one. It's got 50,000 miles on it, you know. Oh, you got two on the car lot. I love this. I was talking to one of my customers, and they said, you know, they told me my car, I'm going to spend a lot of money. I said, what kind of car was it? And he told me. I said, did you walk out on their car lot and see? They got 100,000-mile ones they're guaranteeing, and they love, and they're telling the customer it's the greatest thing on earth. And yours got half the money, and they're telling you about spending some money, and you need to get rid of it. Uh, who's pitching and catching? Are you pitching and catching or what? I mean, they're pitching and catching against you. you got to be protected. you got to be mentally, physically, spiritually ready for a battle. Because i got news for you, the overhead, the overhead is so huge, you got to find every way to make money. Give us a call, 210-340-9585. Like I said, we're going to talk about, oh, man, Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. we got another is, did, whose cousin needed a job or uncle or somebody needed a job in the government? Because we don't we don't police the car business. And, you know, we don't police it nowhere near what it should be. Because you're taking people that don't know car business. It's just like these brokers and these credit unions selling their repos. They have no idea what a car is worth or what to do with it or what's going on. And I've... I opened a can of worms when I talked about the lady with the 18 uh, Chevrolet that offered 15,000 for she owed 185 and then the credit union uh wants her to pay 7500 cuz they sold it for 11 grand. She said, "How did that happen? How can they sell my car you offer 15,000 they sell it for 11?" I said, "Because credit unions don't know what they're doing." 
They got a guy in there who's got his hand out, probably somebody paying, probably selling to his cousin. There was a big credit union in this town that was selling cars, and they were they wasn't putting the miles in it, and the guys were cutting the miles, and then they were selling to their relatives, and the relatives made so much money, they went to Grand Cayman Islands. You don't think they ain't got a mess? Boy, if the government ever checks them, but the oh, no, they ain't worried about it. There's too many banks and credit unions. They can't check all those guys. And now they're worried about money laundering, so they're picking on car dealers because the banks are now going to have to regulate the car dealers to see if they're laundering money. Our whole business is a train wreck. Really, it is. But the train wreck's going to be on you. Just like that lady, they want $7,500. She couldn't even make the payments. Now, how come she's going to pay 7500 And they sold the car 4000 too cheap. That's what her words were. And I'd offered her 15000 I could have made 500 to to 1000 on her car. So they sell it 5000 too cheap. Oh, man, aren't they brilliant? Yeah. And they're loaning you money? Yeah. And they want to take care of you? Just like that credit union that wanted to sponsor me, and they couldn't. Because you indirect lending, they were lending to the dealers at a cheap rate. The dealers were making two to fifteen percent interest on you, and they didn't want to lose that two percent. I'd rather have my customer in good shape, educated, and I told them, I said, I'll come in and educate your customers and your employees to and answer questions. I go to Valero all the time and teach at Valero. There's other. I go to churches and teach at churches. I go to high schools. Don't bankrupt your parents, Bubba. Yeah. And so I, I try to get everybody to understand what's going on, what their needs are, to pray about it. Everybody's got different needs. Everybody's got different situation. And the car dealers feed on that. They feed on selling your emotions. And they even have articles in, in these magazines that I get, car dealer magazines. You don't get them, of course. And, and how to sell on your emotions. And now they're wanting to cut down the F&I, where you slip through there instead of an hour and 40 minutes, down to 20 minutes. Oh, our process of 20 minutes. Now, how much can you understand in a long contract on something that you only do once every three, four, five, six years? Understand going through that and, and absorb every bit of it and make the right decision, and they're pushing, and they're in a hurry, and they show these other people. Now, we got you ahead of these three other couples, you know. We're going to go ahead and take care of you so you can go on home. No, they want to push you through so you sign stuff that you don't understand on. The words that comes out of their mouth creates a, starts as a spark, a little spark, and then it goes to a raging fire. But the problem with the raging fire is you're making payments for the next 60 to 72 months. Man, I, I keep telling you, the payment ain't too high. They come too often. What is going on with this crazy business? Well, the prices, we've priced ourselves out of the market is what we've done. Priced ourselves plumb out of the market. I mean, 80000 for a new truck that will be worth twenty twenty five thousand 25000 in the near future. I mean, I've sold a lot of flatbeds. I buy a lot of company trucks. I buy a lot of diesels. I buy bad diesels. I buy good diesels. I buy bad transmissions on diesels. I buy all kinds of stuff. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. It don't matter. And so I bought a bunch of flatbeds. I bought a bunch of landscape units. This dealer had them laying there for two months. He'd traded for them, and the guy that made the offer backed up. So they were in a, in a mess. So they called me Monday and said, Randy, Come up here. we got to have a figure today. I'd been, you know, I had the triple bypass surgery, so I wasn't out traveling very much. I just got released, almost released, 100%. So I get up, and I go up there, and I buy all five of those landscape trucks, you know. But, you, you know, here they sit for two months. They were in a bind trying to get the deal settled, trying to get rid of it, trying to get everything in, in order. And so... uh you gotta, you got to understand there's places for everything. But what is it worth? Here, these landscape trucks cost somebody. Uh, I've sold them, but I sold them for almost a third, and they're, they're 15, 16s, and 17s, almost a third of what they cost. So how much did that company lose? Oh, it's a write-off. Depends on what tax bracket they're in. Ask the CPA. 
you know, they love, these CPAs love you spending that money and saying, hey, you know, they look great that way. You know, you're going to write off the whole thing. Well, you, it goes through the business, but it still costs you money because, you, you know, it's a percentage of what you've got that comes out of there. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Give us a call here. We're going to take a short break, short break on Facebook, then we're going to come back because Facebook don't like my long show. Uh, we'll be right back. God bless you, San Antonio. I hope I'm making a difference in your life. I hope I'm opening your eyes. I hope I'm opening your mind. I hope you're understanding what the battle you're about to have every time you want to buy a vehicle because you need to be prayed up. You need to understand what's going on. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Tell 20, if you like this show, tell 20 people that Randy Adams wants to buy your vehicle or give you a free appraisal. Like I said, at 10.05, I'm meeting a guy about his Nissan today, try to buy it. Uh, give me a call. I'm going to be here at the radio station for probably 15, 20, 30 minutes. And uh, if you get a chance, run by. It's on 281. Uh, come see us. We love you, San Antonio. Got. Thanks to you, San Antonio and South Texas, 2017 was another successful year at North Park Toyota of San Antonio. Hi, this is Merle Gothard, General Manager of North Park Toyota of San Antonio, and you too can take advantage of our better bottom line posted pricing on over 750 available new and pre-owned Toyotas. We research the market, and then we post our lowest price on every car, truck, and SUV every day. Then we back that price with sales and service excellence from the only dealer in Texas to earn Toyota's President's Award nine years in a row. No games, no gimmicks, just our better bottom line posted price. And remember, we don't mark them up just to mark them down. Our market-based posted pricing, the financing you deserve, and full market value for your trade-in, and our attention to customers' needs have made North Park Toyota a dealer that delivers. Come see how we deliver the North Park way at North Park Toyota of San Antonio, I-35 South Exit 144 Fisher Road, and 24 hours a day at NorthParkToyota.com. We'll be back with more of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Now back to Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Give us a call, folks, here at 210. 210- 340 9585. That's 210-340-9585. Go to Facebook, Randy Adams, and we're trying to put the the show on learn to buy and sell cars.com. We're going to try to Facebook it over there or do whatever we need to go in that direction. So, you know, we we're trying to get all the messages out that we can, you know. Your words, what you say, your speech patterns reflects our true identity. Man, that might be a little scary. You get to thinking about that? What is your true identity? Do you tell the truth? Do you want to tell the truth? When I was a heathen, I didn't tell the truth. I, I didn't lie like a bald-faced lie. But when you're not telling the truth and you know the difference, you're lying. So I was lying, but I was pumping myself up. I wasn't lying. Lying to myself. Wasn't that wonderful? You, you ever lied to yourself? Oh, isn't it wonderful? But I, it didn't matter to me. So it's part of part of what's going on in in the car business. Hello, Carlos. This is Randy Adams. How you doing today, Carlos? Carlos, good morning, Mister Randy. Uh, first, thank you for the radio station. Thank, thank you. You, you hope this is much better. Well, I thank you for all the people you help. You're from Mexico City. You're prosperous. You're productive. You work, but you're you're connected to the people that have come from Mexico who are pros- prosperous and productive. I've learned a lot. Let me ask, no, thank you to you, Mr. Randy. We are here a group of friends. Let me ask you: Are the dealers regulated? Are all the dealers are are the dealers regulated? Yeah, they're all regulated. We got rules and regulations, but most of them don't follow it, and a lot of dealers don't even know the laws. They sell cars, they sell trucks with no emissions on it, and don't know that it's a $25,000 fine uh, for selling a vehicle with no emissions on it. You're not even allowed to, to sell, but I've had a lot of dealers that they just they don't care if it's a law. It's, that's a federal law. They don't care. They just sell them, and they usually charge more money because it's already been taken off. So you end up paying more money. If we ever get in that situation, 
you know, it's going to be a bad deal for the customer. Plus, lots of times, uh, if they put tuners in, as you know, the motors won't last. I had that guy buy that one out of Dallas, and so the guy didn't know where to go or who to, to see, so he sold me the truck, and after I bought the truck, we talked about it, and he went to the state. It's a federal offense, not a state unit, and our state sent him a letter that they investigated it, told the guy that he was wrong, and dropped it. Now, what kind of regulation is that when our state don't even know the laws? And they don't follow up. So we got regulators, regulators running around that don't do nothing. They're, all, they're collecting big salaries doing nothing. But no, they're regulated, all of them are. we got laws we've got to follow and rules we've got to follow and paperwork we've got to sign. But that's why I try to tell everybody, keep your bill of sale. And if it doesn't have emissions on it, I'd make the dealer put a no emissions on it if they were selling it. If they if they tell you anything, make them sign everything and put it on your bill of sale. The lady here, what was that, two months ago, bought a Honda, and she didn't know it's salvage title. She had a lot of problems with it, finally paid it off when she went to try to sell it. She couldn't sell it. Nobody wanted it because it was a salvage title and had problems. And she didn't have her, her bill of sale. This dealer ripped her off, paid her for a car. She, she bought a vehicle at full retail when she should have bought it 30% of what it was worth of retail because it was a salvage title. Wow. Other question, Mr. Randy, how much interest they can really charge? 26.78% is the most on bad credit. That's the most. Now, on a later, on a newer car, it runs 13 to 15%. It depends on the year model that you're buying. But the max on a car that's uh, 10 years old is 26.78%. Now, title loans max is, the, the title loans don't, they're all regulated, but they're regulated to charge 330% interest you never can overcome that that's the worst investment in the world and but the, our state representatives have let these guys rob us it's illegal in 27 states but not in texas good old boys want to take care of our our uh people who have put us in office we're going to rob them every way we can and that's the way they feel like it they don't care they let their buddies get rich on on people on 330 percent interest but yes 26.78 is the most that they can charge i don't know what usury law is you used to, it talks about it in the bible but i'm not sure anybody Nobody understands it anymore. What is usury? In my opinion, when you make ten thousand on a on a car that somebody's buying buy here pay here, and you get twenty six point seven eight percent interest, that's got to be usury. Usury on the ten thousand, usury on the on the interest rate when you combine both together. And there's dealerships that try to make ten thousand on buy here pay here because income tax checks come in and people get so excited. Somebody wants to finance me. They want your down payment. And they're gonna get five or six payments, then they're going to repo you and sell the car again. Uh, let me, let me turn the other question. I'm just talking about the income tax. Uh, I have a couple. She's from Colombia and he's from Mexico, Monterrey. And they're working there for, and uh, they're ready to buy a car. Do you recommend them to buy or to wait? Because they feel scared about Mr. Donald Trump shut up the government again. So why do you recommend? What is the advice you can give us? Shutting off the government, how you mean, Carlos? Are you talking about income tax or are you talking about forced them out of the country? I think once they're here and they're productive, they're not going to go nowhere. I mean, no, I, the government they shut, shut down again and they're going to get his checks again on time. Well, again, they buy they, they've, even if they shut down, they're going to have it coming sooner or later. And as you have, I talked about the market is up. The market is up a thousand to two thousand on cars under ten thousand dollars, and that's because the buy here pay here guys want to buy up, get the down payment, get five or six payments, and if the people will pay it out, fine. If they don't pay it out, they want to pick it up, and so. But I, they're going to get their income tax check back. They're going to get their money sooner or later, and the market should slow down in about a month from now, and. Uh, Depends on, you know, what they can buy and how much they got coming. I hope they got enough to buy a cash car and start looking now. Don't waste time. Start asking people. Ask everybody you know, everybody at church, everybody at, hey, H-E-B. Ask everybody that you work with. Ask your neighbors. Ask your friends. Lady uh, called me and was needing a car. And her neighbor wanted to sell it, and I told her if she didn't buy it, let me have it. I'd buy it because it was in the money. She called me back, bought it, and loves it. You know, and she found a car for $3,000 her neighbor had, and it was a great 80,000-mile car.
But they need to ask everybody and try to buy a cash car. Other question, Mr. Wendy. Uh, I have Leticia Martinez is with me. She, her question is, uh, she bought a car from a small dealer, no new car store from a small dealer, and she's behind one payment. Already they want to pick it up the car. What, what is the legal pursuit when somebody wants to repo a car? Well, it depends on, know. they've got to send a letter out. They've got to send a letter out, and they've got to give her 10 days. But a lot of these guys will repo one when you're one day late. That's not not proper. It's not correct. Uh, most dealerships will give you 30 days, and then they'll start getting after you. They want their money versus the car, but if they have any inkling you're not going to pay, hey, they, they'll come pick it up one day late, and they shouldn't, but that's that's just part of the business, and that's that's the way they do it. It gets back to regulations. There's not enough regulators out there to check used car dealers. What is there, 28,000 used car dealers in the state of Texas? Now, how can 15 guys check it? You know, And they've got probably 30 uh, investigators, but they don't have time to ca- catch all the dealers and check them out and check their books and check their records. Now, if you got a CCI license, some of these guys don't even have a license to loan the money on their cars. I've seen dealers running around without a license, no regulation. Now you got lease, you got lease to own and rent to own. They charge you, uh, I think they're, they quit at 75%. Interest and they can pick they can pick you up one day late if you lease one or rent one to own, and that they love that deal because that's why you're going to see even more dealers go to lease to own and rent to own because they can charge a lot more interest. People don't care about the price because they think they're renting the car, so these dealers make a whole lot of money, a whole lot of interest, and they can pick you up when you're one day late. And so that's the lease and the rent-to-own business, and that's why it's growing in San Antonio, and a lot of people have turned to it. Okay. Well, this dealer, she, she tells her, you know, my check is late, but I go to pay you. And the guy said, well, you take one day late, we go to repo. And I said, look, I think they have to send you a letter first. They're supposed to send you a letter. You're supposed to sign it. Uh, it's supposed to be a registered letter. It's supposed to come to your address. Uh, and then if it doesn't, if you're not living there anymore, it has to come back. They have to keep a record of it. But there's lots of laws on on repoing, and a lot of guys don't pay any attention to it. Very seldom, very seldom. And then these new car dealers, they're scared of a customer going somewhere else, so they'll put you on a little Mickey Mouse contract, send you out, tell you to come back, and they're going to get everything ready. And so that's just a ploy to set you up where they're going to charge you more interest, uh, more money for a car, put you in a different car. There's so many different games, things going on with car dealers, you can't keep up with it. I mean, these regulators have tough time keeping up with it and so you got to watch out you want to read that contract now they're the f and i people are trying to get it where you can sign up in 20 minutes how can you go through a contract in 20 minutes you see how long if you see how long they are and how many questions there is how many lines you have to fill out how much you not need to understand there's no possible way the average person going to be able to sit down there and and look at a contract and understand it Okay, so let me, let me, I'm, I'm, great. I'm glad you tell me this kind of stuff that I listen to you. Other question, final, Mr. Randy. Uh, could you repeat your, uh, your email or your telephone? That way we can well, go to, you. if you need to email me with any question, anything, go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. That's learntobuyandsellcars.com. And my phone number, if you have any questions, 830-708-4789. I'm going to give it again a little later show if you want to get pen and paper. 830 830- Seven zero eight four seven eight nine. I appreciate what you do, Carlos, because you're out there trying to help others. You understand how, what a bad investment cars are, and and in their situation, people try to take advantage of them, and they'll love to tell them anything. You're from a foreign country, you know. You're going to, have to pay more interest. You're going to, have to pay more money, or you're going to, have to do this or that, and they try to take advantage of everybody they can. And so, I appreciate you trying to understand and trying to teach these people. Because, you know, uh, they're children of God. We want to take care of them and what we tell them and how we our actions with them. I mean, what do we do and what are they saying? I mean, what are the dealers saying to these people? And so they've got to be prepared. They've got rights. They've got money, uh, you know, and uh, 
you know, and I've got a question on Facebook right now. Uh, Connie asked, is there such a thing of refinancing? You bet. Uh, just to give you an example, a guy went down to a Ford store in the south side of town. Uh, they charged him 18%. His score was 780. This was, I think, last week. 780. And he was paying 18% interest. So we got him over to Randolph Brooks. Uh, got his he he paid way too much for extended warranty. He ended up getting a great rate from uh, Randolph Brooks, uh, and also he got uh, extended warranty way cheaper too. And so you know you 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 got to look at your contract. He didn't look. They just said sign here, and he signed up at eighteen percent with great credit. Yes, you can get it financed. You can go somewhere else. You can talk to somebody else. But the best deal is is get ready before you buy and talk to your credit union. Go to FTC.gov, look up your score, study it hard, clean up your credit, and then go to the bank and credit union and get your loan lined up and check five or six of them. And if you're, you get the same rate as your bank or credit union, get your new line of credit and save your old bank and, and go with somebody new. And also, we have Lightstream.com. I need to be a sponsor for Lightstream.com. I've had so many people with iffy credit or bad credit get financed with Lightstream.com. They're on the Internet. Big, huge bank. And they're, they're financing all kinds of things. And, you know, and if, if they say, uh, uh, how did you find out about us, put on their learn to buy and sell cars.com. And and get along. I've had a lot of people get financed that way. They couldn't get financed nowhere else, and they didn't want to pay twenty six. One guy had bad credit. Everybody wanted twenty six percent interest rate, and they did it for eleven. That saved him a bunch of interest, and he got financed, and he got a better car because he could go to somewhere to get a better car at a better price instead of a buy here pay here place. Mr. Randy, I really appreciate all Thank you, Carlos. No, thank you to you. You tell me you have a, a radio station in the night, too, with all respect to other ones. Yeah, I've got one. Uh, go to learn to buy and sell cars.com to find out what times we're on. We're going to be on it. At 1 o'clock this day, this uh, Freedom 1160 will have this show replayed, and then I'm going to be on at 3.30. I'm going to try to be on Facebook to announce when I'm on at 3.30 and what station, and then I'll be on live tonight at 9 o'clock Facebook or go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. And we get a lot of calls on that nine o'clock show. The other day we had 12 calls on the nine o'clock show. And that's people interested. That's people. Everybody drives a used car. Everybody needs this information because it's the big secret. I'm writing another book. I'm trying, I'm going to finish up, looks like this week, uh, my number two book. I've, my editor's got the first book. And so I've got, I'm going to get all this information ready for you. So you can understand. But uh, the big secret is keeping all this car business and all this lingo down. So anyway, thank you, Carlos. God bless you and the people that you're trying to help. And we'll talk to you later. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Facebook Live, Randy Adams. And like I say, we're going to try to send the messages over to, to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. I'm learning. I'm an old fart that's trying to learn this computer stuff. Hello, Marty. And uh, thank you, Connie, for that question, because that is correct. A lot of people need to know that, especially when they, hello, Karen, when they get in that situation where they're paying too much interest, go check out a lot of credit unions, a lot of banks. They want your business, especially if you got great credit. And, you know, there's so many people that walk into these big independent used car dealerships, and, I mean, they got overhead. We're talking about overhead again. It's tremendous. It is so much. And so they've got to make a lot of money. And so they make it on interest. Now, a lot of these billionaires are buying dealerships up. And I have people saying, how do they do that? What's going on? Buffett, Source, uh, Penske, uh, Group One. I mean, it goes on and on. But they own insurance companies. They own warranty companies. And so it goes through their dealership, and they, they sell them the warranties. They sell them the insurance. They sell them everything they can. And they make the money. These billionaires see there's huge money in F&I. And so they, they're going to love the 20-minute close on F&I so they can sell them more product quicker, faster, and make more money. 
And so that's why these billionaires, it used to be mom and pop stores. They're good old boys. You knew everybody. You knew everybody in the community. You wanted to take care of them. You wanted them to keep buying. I remember Roger Wall and Seguin. He had customers that had bought from him and his dad for 40, 50 years. Why? Because they told the truth and they took care of the people. William Mahuffer, I've been doing business with him for since 1968, tells the truth. His customers, he's had customers that's been dealing with him since 1968. Why? Mom and pop stores telling the truth, taking care of the customer. Now it's billionaires that don't know you. You're a number to them. And what the number counts is how much money they make on you. That's the number that counts with them. And so you, you've got to understand this business is taking a tremendous change. You know, I'm, I'm making notes. I got spiral notebooks everywhere. I'm making notes on the changes of 50 years and the big secret. Those are the next two books I'm about to write. Then the next book's going to be my life story, the changes in my life. How do you go from a heathen to a Christian and love it and love your lifestyle and love what you're doing? And the Holy Spirit helping you with your words, helping you with your messages, helping you with your shows. I mean, this is not me, folks. Hey, 30-something years ago, I was pure heathen. I'd, hey, I'd smile at you, tell you I love you, and get you all your money. Yeah, I loved it. Oh, I'm telling you. But I love my lifestyle now, what I'm doing, the direction I'm going, what I'm trying to do. Lord's got his hand on me, and I want to help you as much as I can. And so, you know, here we go with a few minutes. We're going to talk about, you know, it, Attorney General Eric Johnson offers a wake-up call to the dealers and the F&I pros who, through the industry, won a decision victory over the, here we go again, Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. Hey, the problem is the dealers are fighting all the rules and regulations. They don't want to be regulated. They want to do their own thing. They want to make more money. And, you know, and I, I mentioned Elizabeth Warren and she said that this $26 billion she was going to take care of it. She didn't take care of it. But, you know, the new car dealers, they what do they do? They hire all the big-time lawyers to fight. And here we go again, Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. And they try to tie their hands up. And then we have the FTC. Now, the FTC and, and the Consumer Financial they don't talk to each other. They don't change information. And here we go with the government. The government don't talk to the government. The government don't help each other. The government don't care. You know, they say they want to regulate. They say they want to th- make things better. But do they really? I don't see it. They want to pick up on me because I was a director of the Used Car Dealers Association for, whew, I can't even tell you how many years. But they'd rather pick on me. Because, you know, um, we got Slitterbond. They can drop their family off at Slitterbond, and then they come over and harass me. But I've never been fined. They've never found a mistake because I want to do it right. I want to understand what I'm doing and do it right. Hello, Tony and Ivan. And so you're understanding that these guys don't do it. The bad news is still out there. The Bureau of Consumer Financial Protection and Acting Director Mick now calls it, and, of course, state regulators and the Federal Trade Commission. So the bad news is they're still out there, and they've got another commission. Now we're working on three commissions. Who all are they going to support? Who all, what Do they know what they're doing? Hey, car dealers are too smart. You send one of these regulators out there, and they're going to see this in black and white. They'll twist it. They'll, they'll put, make it painted gray on them. This is the way it is. Okay, now we got new laws in the car business. And we get them, and we have to read them. So we read them. But if you have any question on the new laws with the Used Car Dealers Association, you call the state. And the state tells us, interpret it yourself. Now, I didn't write the new laws. And they want us to interpret it? You know, they they want us to abide to their laws, but they won't explain what they're trying to say and what the rules and regulations are and what's right or wrong. Oh, no, they want you to interpret it. That way they can come out and look for a reason to find you or look for a reason to shut you down, look for a reason. And and then they don't look at the guys that are doing the wrong because they've got so much paperwork, so much fluff, the people miss it. I'm trying to explain to you what's going on 
and it's not getting better. It's getting worse. Hello, Sid. Uh, your words, like I said a while ago, your speech patterns reflects true identity. What you do for a person, how you're selling a person. You know, when the Holy Spirit purifies a heart, it gives self-control so that the person will speak words that are pleasing to God. You know, uh, hello, George and Donnie. I'm trying to explain to you there's there's right and wrong. And the salesman know right or wrong. And you know sometimes right or wrong. But do you let the salesman entice you, uh, you know, back you up on what you want to buy you know he figures out that you know you're over your head but that's all right you want that you i'll I'll sell you on your emotion i'll make sure i get you closed because hey have you ever and like i said earlier have you ever had a car salesman or dealer apologize for you being buried that you can't get out of that debt and that you you borrowed forty fifty thousand and in four five six years and it's worth four thousand five thousand they ever apologize to you for selling the car? These Ford products that the transmissions don't last? Do they ever apologize there? No. They're not going to apologize. They're going to, hey, put the money in the bank, smile at you, tell you, we love you, come on back when you need another one. We're going to take care of you again. We're going to put you back in debtor's prison. And that's the way that system works. I'm Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Like I said, I bought landscape trucks, flatbeds this week. Bought a Ford diesel with a bad motor, a 12. Um, bought a Tahoe with a bad motor. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. If you work for an oil field company, if you got some equipment for sale or 18-wheelers or big trucks or Peterbilts, I need some of them. So I buy anything. It doesn't matter. So if you want to find out free appraisal on your car, your truck, uh, you have company units laying in the back and need to go away, give me a call, 830-708-4789. That's 830-708-4789. And so give me a call. I'll answer any question, make you an offer on your car. Go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. Give me feedback. If you like this show or not, tell 20 people about the show. Tell 20 people I want to buy their vehicle. Love to talk to you. It doesn't matter the good, the bad, and the ugly about the car business. One thing you are, you're going to get the truth. And just like these auctions, they didn't like the truth. So they got upset, and they came down on some people they shouldn't have come down. That's not right. That's not the way it should be. But the truth hurts sometimes, and you've got to work it out. And at least one of my account managers, she said, hey, I'm going to work it out. She's got the right attitude. I'm not sure she's mad at me or not, but I think she is. But anyway, she's going to work it out. Another account manager, another guy that's helped me a bunch, same situation. You know, the truth is the truth, and we need to tell the truth. And you don't want nobody lying to you. You don't want to lie to anybody. You want to be the best you can be. Be the best you can be. God bless you. I love you, San Antonio. Forgive everybody. 99% of addictions are tied to unforgiveness, mother, father, or spouse. God bless you, San Antonio. I love you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.